Oh, greetings and uh, welcome to the weekly educational rounds at Seclair. Uh, my name is Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist in Seclair, and today I'm joined on my left by my colleague. Hi, I'm Lauren Arts, and I'm a physician assistant student. And on my right. My name is Sasha. I'm a physician assistant here at Seclair. And today we're reaching you out to you through the magic, through the ether of uh, absolute sorcery, as I have no idea how all this takes place. Um, and today what we're going to talk about is, is time. Uh, one of the things that we find here at Seclair is most people come in and they talk about they talk about they don't have enough time. They talk about stress. They talk about anxiety. And for just these brief uh, 15 or 20 minutes that we'll be together today, what I'm going to ask you to do that you set your internal clock and any external clocks to Buddha standard time, which would be the present moment. So, and what, what we'd like to talk about today is, again, Buddha standard time and awakening to the infinite possibilities of now, which was written by a Buddhist Lama by the name of Sergio Das. And what I'm going to be doing today is discussing the, uh, the things that I deal with. with uh, we, here at uh, Seclair, we have uh, physicians assistants that do their psychiatric rounds with us, their psychiatric rotations. And quite often what I hear is the brutal pace that uh, these folks are under. And quite often these learning experiences become more of an endurance test, actually. So I'm going to ask uh, Miss Lauren what type of cliches about time that she's heard and perhaps some that can apply to herself. So oftentimes you'll hear phrases such as, time is money, time is of the essence, time flies, time is relative, time is on my side, we measure time, we lose time, we kill time, and I don't have enough time. Are there any one of those that uh, strike a chord with you, Laura? I definitely feel like there's times that I don't have enough time, and as you said, it's almost a test of endurance sometimes to go through school, and you feel like there's not enough time in one day to get everything done. So that definitely resonates with me. And you, Sasha? Well, now I just finished, so now I'm looking back and going like, wow, I have so much time now. I actually get to enjoy my time and have some type of say of what goes on during my time that I'm awake. <laughs> and what you're, what you're talking about is choices. Mm -hmm. And is there? And I'm going to ask everyone in our audience also, uh, is your time done by obligation or is your time done by choice? And that's one of the one of the things that we often do here at Seclair we, is we assist individuals with taking the choices back in their lives. And everything in your life can be a choice as long as you understand and are willing to accept the consequences of those choices. So, and uh, would you address this, Sasha? Yeah, sure. So there are a million substances that people abuse and we talk about them and deal with them here at Seclair all the time. You know, we have listed, you know, the from cigarettes to money and gambling to illicit drugs, alcohol, all things like that. But the worst thing we really abuse and we don't ever really address is time. So what you use your time, you know, is is so valuable and what you use your your time as. So time is limited for all of us. We don't know how limited it, it is, but we only really have the present moment, so that is always, you know, lost in the past. So every moment that we have, we should use to the best of our abilities. 
and quite often what disconnects people is this all this magic of, of technology and all, quite often technological advances and constant availability have blurred the lines between leisure and work uh, how many how many people out there are constantly available how many people uh, can't differentiate between the line between work and leisure or is there any leisure how often do you find yourself checking your email how often do you find yourself checking your text messages as soon as you hear that tone well I have one question to ask you uh, and I'm going to be blunt how important are you how important are you how important are you Lauren <laughs> well I think everybody is important but I think that a lot of people including myself can easily be consumed by technology and who's sending us a text message who's calling us who do we have to email and who do we need to get back to by the end of the day and sometimes it can be you can be easily consumed by that yeah, I think it's easy to say specifically with with job related activities that you know if I didn't show up tomorrow would this whole thing collapse or would it kind of get on okay so that might be kind of humbling but it, it's it's so true that sometimes you have to look at yourself and say what is important and is this thing so important that I can't enjoy life or well quite often when we insist on becoming connected with every single technological advice every application out there that we often become disconnected from uh, there are people who really matter and truly we become disconnected from ourselves uh, one of the one of the prime motivations we do here at Seclair is helping people to begin to be, start that relationship with themselves yet once again so the thinner the thinner that we spread ourselves, the more we scrape over the surface of their lives. And as this is going out live, uh, sometimes there's some technological glitches, and that's okay, okay. And in that case, time flew. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> time time does fly, and we just we just proved that. Perhaps some physicists were out there would like to comment on that. So uh, the thinner that we spread ourselves out, the more that we constantly put ourselves out there, uh, the more that we scrape over the surface of our lives and we never go deeper. Think of yourself when you sit home and, and eat dinner. Are you watching TV while you're eating dinner? Are you, do you have your phone? Are you checking email? Are you sending emails? Are you checking voicemails? Are you sending test messages? Are you opening, are you opening what folks call snail mail? Are you petting the dog? Are you having a conversation with somebody? Uh, are you thinking about what you're going to be doing tomorrow? And where are you, where are you right then? Where are you in that present moment? How many dinners have you completely forgotten? How many folks out there could tell us what they, they ate for lunch yesterday? How many tell us what they ate for dinner? So my to is to Could you address that word? So being distracted is a major reason for feeling stressed and burned out. So I feel like this definitely applies to anyone that's in college, in school, or just has a lot going on that um, you can have so many things going on at once, your your attention's being consumed by a lot of different things, and you just you kind of feel burned out, and you feel like you how the previous slide said, you kind of spread yourself thin, and um, that leads to a lot of stress. 
Well, certainly, and quite often what we what we have is not a lack of time. However, it's a lack of focus. And here at the, one of the modalities that we use, dialectical behavioral therapy, one of the antithesis of of uh, multitasking is mindfulness. Maybe you could address that the the uh, dialectical between mindfulness and multitasking. Sure, you know, being efficient is a term we hear quite often in our society and multitasking kind of comes along with that but it isn't always a positive thing especially for our minds you know our minds weren't made to multitask so if we only have so much capacity that we're able to use and we spread it so thin that we're doing a million things at once then we just don't do each one of those things as well as we might if we just focused on that specifically so we just basically suggest that you do everything mindfully and only one thing at a time and really focus on doing that thing whether it's watering the flowers or you know running a business meeting just doing that one thing and giving all your attention to it well sure sure and uh, you know quite often we uh, how many let me ask you this out there I'll ask yourself this question how many things can you do well at once and I'm going to I'd like to sing this little song if I could but I won't do it I won't punish you like that. Uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, perhaps you've heard of him, he was from western Pennsylvania area and he used to sing a little song in his show, it's called I Like to Take My Time and Do Things Right. So right now what we're going to do is we're going to do a little mindful exercise out there dealing, dealing with time. So what I'd like you to do is imagine all the time that has existed uh, before you appeared before you hatched or however you got here and all the time that will exist after that moment into infinity and there's this endless line of eternity and there's this little speck on there however it's precious and it's special it is only yours I'm going to ask everyone out there to imagine what their favorite color would be at this moment their favorite color would be at this moment and then what would be a symbol that would have some significance for you today? Be it a circle, triangle, uh, square, emerald, ruby, sapphire, topaz, cross, baseball, whatever it is. And let's, let's try to imagine that. Let's try to imagine the color and the shape. So let's, let's call it a red triangle. And this triangle is not Crayola crayon color. Uh, red, it's sparkling and it's vibrant and it's shimmering, it's an alive and it's magnificent and it's flowing. And it's the most beautiful, exquisite object in the universe and it only belongs to you. And this would be your time. What else are we born with but time? So imagine that you have a small bag of these precious irreplaceable objects on your hip. So every time that you do something in this world every time that you perform some action, some thought, some behavior, that you're reaching in that pocket and you're using this time as currency when you spend it. And you are spending it, and it's only yours to spend, and it's your choice on how to do it. And my suggestion to you would be to be careful and be mindful on how you spend it as there are no refunds. Even if you have a receipt, it is not Walmart, you will not get a gift card in return. So the idea is 
to use that wise mind, how am I spending these valuable, irreplaceable, exquisite objects? Am I spending it on resentment? Am I spending it on frustration? Am I spending it on anger? Am I spending it on stress? Am I spending it on pleasure when I would rather be spending it on joy? Ever thought about spending time as, as currency, Lauren? I can't say that I have, but you make a really good point. It really makes you think of how are you using your time, and when you kind of view it that way, would you be doing some of the things that you normally do every day, or would you change it and make some changes in your life to spend your time more wisely? Well, sure, and as far as time goes, and we talk about focus, uh, when we often suggest mindfulness to people, an image of uh, Buddhist monks in saffron and crimson robes comes up with bald heads sitting in a uh, temple in uh, Thailand going, mmm, all day. Uh, however, in its simplest form, uh, mindfulness is being present and aware of your current experience without being judgmental. Easy words to say. I could say them all day, which requires a little action and effort and some, uh, some repetitive behavior. And my hope is that everyone out there attempt some mindfulness uh, and I hope my hope is that you all become very frustrated in doing it okay, as if you if you uh, come back next week and say hey Jim I'm getting really frustrated I'll say that's wonderful as it shows me that you have the willingness to try and I hope that and that is my wish uh, for everyone today so perhaps if we could uh, wrap up uh... Oh, I'm scared. Excuse me. Well, this is one of the beauties about live TV. Uh, and when we, however, and what this is perhaps what I should have been doing. I wasn't being very mindful. Uh, when we when we slow down, time slows down. Uh, when we're with our pace, our life. We're experts at complicating your life. Are you an expert at complicating your life, Lauren? <laughs> yes. And tell me, tell me about yourself, Sasha. I think that I'm the only one I can complicate my life. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's your choice, is it not? So the idea is, how can we slow down our lives just just a, just a little bit? One small doable thing. So Larry, Lauren, could you share with us perhaps one small doable thing to perhaps slow down your life, perhaps uncomplicate your life? One small doable thing. I think when you feel like you're trying to do a lot of things at once, say you're studying or sending emails or doing work and checking your phone and doing a lot of things at one time, I feel that you can just kind of uncomplicate things by taking a step back, maybe going for a walk, leaving all the technology at home and just kind of having some time to yourself every day. Giving yourself permission to take a time out. Yes. Sasha, any thoughts? You know, I think what you said before is that choices are more important than we give them credit and that we have more choices than we think we do. So just reminding yourself that you are making a choice every moment to do the action that you're doing and you can make a choice to change it or to make a choice to continue doing it and if you chose to continue to do it then you should enjoy it. Our suggestion, we're going to leave you with a suggestion, is to uh, check in with yourself. One of the wonders about technology is, and a lot of it's very wonderful, is that you could set a, you could set a little timer, a little vibrator on your phone. Maybe check in every half hour, every hour, to check in with yourself and ask yourself where your focus is. Where, where is my focus? Where is my focus? Am I, am I? flying in the past, am I flying in the future, or perhaps can we make a uh, layover in, in the present moment? And I'm going to ask Sasha to take us out. All right, so to continue this conversation, please like us on Facebook, plus us on Google+, 
or follow us on Twitter under Sinclair Life, and keep an eye on any of these for our next live recording Mondays around noon to ask your own questions. You can also find this and other grand rounds on youtube.com slash Video and find audio versions on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. And please visit www.seclair.com for more about us and other articles in our great blog. We'll see you next time. And as always, we'd like to uh, write everyone a free prescription, a free prescription for hope, a prescription for fruits, nuts, and vegetables, perhaps unplug your TV and take up fishing. And as uh, my dear friend Sven often says, it is uh, the real mindful experience to fish without bait. Until next time, we'll see you on my next Monday. <laughs>